Rare. But Bryson, I mean, he's nice and connected. As it's they that call one it. plane he's swing. He's not over yeah. swinging. Yeah. But he and I tell people all the time, and I've even seen a, a interview with Tiger about his practice, like. Like he was talking about his swing and what he focuses on, and one of them was I try to be as aggressive as I can while still maintaining balance, and that's opposite of what we've been told, you know, growing up was swing smooth, right? Yeah. Well, what we think of, or what I see, and what I did, swinging smooth, I'm really decelerating my body. You are, and my hands are taking over, so therefore I'm going to be more inconsistent accuracy wise because my hand timing of my hands flipping because my body's slowing down. Uh, versus if you're going as hard as you can with your body, but your arms are relaxed, your body's going to control the club face, yeah. and it's going to be a lot more consistent and powerful. This is um, LeBronald Palmer and, and uh, JJ Wood. And and if you the the conversation that we just started with, you know, I usually try to give people a little. If you listen to the most recent one, the way we've been editing it, we've added a little bit of teaser in the beginning yeah, of the I podcast. Yeah, I like that because yeah. I've heard that on some other ones. Yeah, so to. we you know we're trying to up our game as well as we continue to grow. But I think you just gave us the teaser right there. Yeah, talking about so we need to get right to it. Of course, this is episode twenty one. Our previous two episodes, we had guests. Thank you, Taylor Cusack. Um, I've been checking out Swing Clinic. It's been a great show. She's been doing a great job on that. Her yeah. hosting is I actually pretty good. I need to watch good. that, yeah. Um, you can catch some of them sometimes on um, YouTube or she'll post clips on her page. And thank you again to David for coming on and giving yeah. us some science. And he got me my first winner of the uh, year Bryson. with Bryson because yeah. we talked about it during the uh, podcast. And he gave me some tips. He was like, hey, I – I think Bryson's in form. I don't know what it really is that he's doing that where he's changed his body, but if anybody has a chance to win the next week, Bryson picked him as my winner, got my first winner of the season. So Yeah, I mean, uh, what was he – was he – the odds – I was listening to the radio, and I think it was last week his odds were like six and a half to one. Yeah, something like and that. And they said yeah. it was like the best odds non-Tiger yeah. prime, you know. And, uh, yeah, so I guess you didn't find a diamond in the rough. No, but. I did not. Yeah. But, but um, with that – it it led me to believe that I can go back to my Morikawa picks that I've been going, and I have him this so week. So I have my some winner. insight on Morikawa. <laughs> okay. I, I forgot okay. to tell you that. So I went to the Decade Golf Seminar with Scott Fawcett yesterday, nice. and uh, so he's worked with Morikawa, and he was just so he goes Decade Golf. If you're not familiar, it's a course management system, and uh, you know he kind of distract. Are you? Based on your disp dispersion pattern, like if you hit 10 seven irons, where is your center line yeah. uh, like of those 10 balls? That's your actual aim. Okay. So like you're not aiming at the target, you're basing it off of your average, you know, aim, I guess you would call it. Okay. But anyways, you know, he's worked with nearly every tour pro. Bryson is one of his main ones, so we'll get into that. Yes, but, yes. But uh, so he has all these pictures because uh, these tour pros are kind of funny. You know, they don't want their competition to know what they're doing. So Bryson acts like he doesn't work with Scott Fawcett. But <laughs> Scott Fawcett starts the seminar with pictures of, thank you, uh, Scott, for all your help. You know, <laughs> signed USAM wins, you know, yeah, the, yeah. when he won the USAM, the flag and all this. He's like, so Bryson, I take it as a compliment that he doesn't want people to know yeah, yeah hey, what sometimes doing, but, you want to keep those hidden secrets now but everybody knows about decade golf now so. now colin though so oh yeah colin. I, I went back to him and i'll let you give your um your antidote on him but i determined that that was just a blip in the radar like what would happen with webb simpson because remember webb simpson he missed the cut 
Then the next week he won. Yeah, it's it's golf. That, I mean, you're that's like kinda Tiger when, in his prime when he didn't miss any cuts. I think he at one point oh he like made fit, like 10, 15 yeah, it was like years worth of yeah. That's PGA not PGA human. Yeah. Like yeah, I mean, because sometimes the cuts four under, and I mean, you just don't make any putts, get a couple bad bounces. Yeah. I mean. I don't care how good you are. A four under is not easy for two rounds. Not you know? at all. Not at and, all. Uh, but anyway, so when he was talking, so he worked with Cal, the golf yeah. team. That's where I yeah. think more Cal went. Yep. And uh, and he was so he started talking about him, and he said he has the most organized brain like uh. of people he's worked with. Like he just gets it. Like he's so he talks a lot about your how we make bad decisions, course management. Why it's because of your emotions and all this stuff. But he's like. Morikawa, like he's so young, you know, and he's just so organized in his brain and how he just can segment things and just think through shot, yeah. you know, you know, patterns and like every, every ball he comes to, he's got a process of how he, okay, should I go here? I have this percentage chance. You know, I'm not exactly sure so what he says. So he's the real deal then is basically what yeah, he's saying. So yeah, so like okay. yeah, that kind of gave me okay. verification that you're right about Morikawa. But I bet Matt Wolf has the same, you know, and brain. See, <laughs> so Matt Wolf, I think Matt Wolf's issue is, you know how there's the, this is my, my opinion as an amateur. You've got the Phil Mickelson type player going it going for the green in par fours that he doesn't have to taking these crazy shots on the trees i saw a shot matt wolf tried to pull off yesterday and that's why he's plus four now yeah he was clearly out of the hole all he had to do was punch back into the fairway he takes a rip goes into the water there he is right there he's four over right now like i mean clearly so i think you just have different guys like who more risk takers versus non risk takers. So, so, yeah. So talking about risk takers. So he had an interesting, he, he would show a bunch of, he's a math guy. So he was, okay. a, he was a finance guy. Uh, he had a finance econ degree from A&M. Scott Fawcett did. And okay. then he was a uh, played at A&M played. He made it to the corn Ferry tour okay. as a case study, kind of like myself when, you know, yeah, I'm like, yeah. you know, I put together these practice plans and I don't practice every day. I never hit balls, but I made it to a tour event. Yeah. So yeah. he did the same thing uh, after he came up with this formula uh, when he had a, you know, a real day job, not in golf. Uh, but he uh, started realizing it works. And he was like, he played a lot of golf with Chad Campbell um, in, uh-huh. co- in like mini tours and stuff. And he's, you know, he's like, I hit, I'm way better than him. I, I hit it way better. And that's what I always used to say, you know, but Chad Campbell ended up going on the Ryder yeah. Cup, winning multiple times. And Chad Campbell used to just say, I just like, I just slap it around and just get it on the, gr- you know, just keep it in play, get it on the green, make a couple putts. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, he was like, you know, he's making fun of himself. He's like, here I am like a young, you know, pro. And I'm like, yeah, you're never going to make it. Like, you know? <laughs> and then, you know, a few years later, there's Scott Fawcett has a desk job and Chad Campbell's winning tour events. Winning tour events. So he yeah. started like using his math skills with like all this knowledge he had from good players what they would say yeah, yeah and he's like all you have to do is slap it around you just got to know your dispersed your aim so yeah you have yeah to do that testing and then you have to just know like he said so he had a statistic from the rough tour players average their strokes gained so like on a par four they hit their tee shot in the rough so yep. now they're hitting two they average like 3.2 um for the re- from a, like 150 yards. So of the an amateur has so to be. So they're averaging over par. That's what I'm about to say. So an amateur so, has to be like triple that. Like yeah, I mean, or it's like 3.8. Okay, I think. So okay. it's almost five. It's almost a bogey. Yeah, yeah, right? almost a bogey. Basically. And so uh, he was like, he's like, so I tell all my guys just chip it out sideways because from 100 and 
20 in the fairway. So say you advance at 30 yards more forward yeah. in the fairway, your average is like 2.8 or something. Yes, yes. He's that like, makes so sense. you're going to make bogey regardless and you might make par from the fairway you're never really going to make double or tour pros aren't no no unless but, they really but they all find this little hallway little window yeah. and they, then they make triples you and know that, and that's what and matt wolf did yesterday and like, so yeah exactly yeah. but we don't pay attention to that because we just watch on tv the best players in the world playing good you know yeah. the ones that they're showing and uh he was like so if the best player in the world's averaging bogey from the rough what's your handicap he's like six he's like so you suck he's like <laughs> he's like so if they're averaging bogey what are you gonna average you yeah because they're mean, like a plus eight it's gonna know? it's gonna be triple i mean yeah. like that's and he's that, like i know what you're saying i did it too that's I see, my problem i see with that golf. shot yes. you know i can pull it off just go out sideways it's hard to do but he's like that's what i work on with these tour guys is like look just bite your ego. Like, it sucks. You you think you can pull it off. Just go sideways. You're going to make bogey probably either way. But you can make par from there, but you're eliminating that big number. You yeah, know? yeah. And I, that's how you make money. And, and speaking of egos, I think we've, we've got a, a contest of egos now on tour. Um, I don't know if you follow Brooks Kepko on Twitter. But oh, I heard about he it. He posted some steroid-type stuff with Bryson. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think it comes out of a place of jealousy. I think it just comes out of a place of, you know, I you might be a rival now. Yeah, and I can't figure out Brooks Kepka because ever since he's, you know, become a superstar, like he was like, I had like a man crush on him, I'll admit, when I first like saw him in he's person. He's a good player too. Well, he's just like a built, like yeah, an athlete. He's an athlete. He's yes. an athlete. And I was, that was the only person that physically like impressed me in person yeah. when I got to the PGA Championship in 17. Like he impressed me and then like Rory impressed yeah, me, yeah, you know, hitting balls next to him. But but then, you know, it go, that was right after I think he won a U.S. Open, and then he won a few more. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's just a dick. But I don't, I, I don't know like, if it's all of a sudden. Like, but over the course of the last couple of years, it's like, you know, major championships are easy. And, you know, but listen, you can't man, tell the, me you don't get up for Bay Hill. Listen, like, the, best, the best people at anything. Oh, they are. are they're, they're the same way. Yeah, but you, you have don't, to be that way. You, when things are going good for you, and, like, you don't say those things in, like in front of your peers uh, like that's just bad like why you're not? jinxing yourself. why not though like think about think about tiger tiger, tiger was not didn't nice, even say that stuff. but he was never nice to his competitors yeah but tiger just believed he was gonna win okay but, and he believed and he just said i'm gonna win but he was never nice to his competitors he wasn't but he nice wouldn't to the say media. things like it's easy i eliminated half the field here half the field there he acted like stuff is easy that's just but maybe asking tiger, for karma to get you but maybe tiger had that in the back of his head he did he but he wasn't. didn't verbalize it that's what i'm saying like, okay okay like these guys are great play all of them are you know yeah. pretty much the same except for rory dj there's five uh, guys who are yeah. yeah and i don't think brooks is in that echelon it's bryson on his way to that did, did bryson okay so we're gonna get into our bryson discussion okay it did he figure out a way to hack golf I don't know it, for him. I mean, and we're there's going to be a point of he diminishing returns. He has not returns. finished out of a top five since we've came back. Well, he's hot, and like guys get on runs. Is it a coincidence? I don't know. Yeah, because Jason Day had a crazy run at one point. Uh, most of them do. Um, yeah. Spieth had a crazy. Well, run when you're at that good and you get hot, like you get on a run for a while. I mean, like Brooks got on the major run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, what's yeah. so weird yeah. about Brooks is how he's not even really competitive in regular tour he's not yeah sometimes he misses cuts well and if he, he <laughs> makes you know he'll make a lot of cuts too but he'll finish 50th or yeah, 20th yeah, yeah. or yeah like were the like i don't put him in the same category as uh 
as a Rory or DJ, because those guys are consistently week in, week out, any golf course. It's major championship setup. It's Harbor Town. Yeah. He, they can, they have all the shots, all the, you know, they yeah. can play anywhere. Where Brooks, he claims like he doesn't get up for that. To that, that's an excuse to me. I mean, he didn't have a tour card for a while. He, he didn't. He didn't yeah, make he, it out of second stage. And so you can't tell me he doesn't have respect for tour events. Like, you know, I, any event you're playing in, you're trying to win if you're a competitor. If you're a competitor. Yeah, and yeah, I would He's agree. a competitor. I, I mean, would agree. He, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, he bashes guys on, you know, Bryson, Banner. You know he's competitive. I mean, Brooks isn't even making the cut right now in the Workday Championship. Well, and yeah, and <laughs> I mean, I, if it was like, a, you know, like more missed one, like that happened. That's why Tiger was a freak. But yeah. Brooks is always missing oh, or, I know. That's what I'm or saying. Yeah. always he, finishing middle of the pack. He is. He and is. He's won four majors, which is unbelievable, and I I don't understand. <laughs> like that's one thing I can't figure out. But I think I think it's so. I think I it's, you know me, you talk mental game. You talk a lot of mental game. Yeah. I think Brooks is probably telling the truth. Maybe I do he not get mentally. Up maybe he's brainwashed himself yeah. that I am great yes. in major championships because you should tell yourself that yes. if you're great. And I always tell people this, like at your home, like my home club growing up, you know, it's a flat golf course, easy. Everyone can shoot under par if you're, you know, a division three golfer okay. level or okay. better. It doesn't separate me from a division three golfer. Right. No. But I was like, but then I get in a U.S. amateur. It's a completely different thing. And yeah. like these division three golfers didn't. And I'm like, you guys can compete on certain courses. But if you get to a major championship or a U.S. amateur or a D1 national championship, you can't compete. And I got you. I uh, see and, what you're saying. I and, see what you're and, saying. Yeah. And I think that is part of it. Like Brooks's game is built because he's a bomber. Yeah. He's yeah. got yeah. the mindset. And when you're at a major where even par wins, you don't have to make a ton of putts. You do not. You have to eliminate mistakes, hit fairways, greens. And, you know, where, you know, say at Harbor Town, it's a putting contest. Yeah. And a lot of tour events, like Phoenix Open, putting contest. Yeah, because those greens are running crazy And fast it's part of the reason and... I, I quit trying to make it after six months turning pro was because <laughs> mini tour golf is even another level. It's it like you're playing wide open. There's no course management's out the window. Yep. It's everyone can hit it anywhere. Yep. And everyone's going to hit the green regulation. Oh, Andrew Putnam's tied for second. More cows leading. I yeah, didn't that's what I said. More cows leading. So I but, might have two back-to-back -back winners. But anyways, those mini tour events, it's just you'll there's mini tour legends around here in the golf community. Yeah, and we know them, yeah, but yeah, yeah. why can't they get on tour when they can beat Jordan Spieth at Northgate Country Club? But you yeah. know, but they they don't have they don't it's have they're not different. a championship player. It's completely different at Doral. Yeah, and then yeah. you know it all, it's all relative as you move up. Like PJ Tour is more championship golf, but then a major championship yeah. is yeah. even like after you have to experience it to understand of it, course. kind of thing. Of course. Um, but I, you know, I believe that's part of Brooks's thing. Like, it, like he's built. He's a bomber. He's got the mindset. He's not going to get frustrated. Yeah, and he's a good putter. But he doesn't have to be like Jordan Spieth in 2014, like make every 20-footer, you now, know? Now, let's get into it because I, I consider, hey, anyone in Houston, I encourage you to check out JJ up here at Northgate. I feel like he um, can simplify the things that are complex with the golf swing. I feel like he's the coach's coach. He's a player's coach and an amateur coach. But I'm going to put him on the spot right now. What the hell is Bryson doing? How is he? Listen, One, he's averaging he 365 believes. off the tee. Well, there's how a, is he doing this? There's a, I think he's gotten a lot of confidence, too, from just no, being. No, no, no. listen, you listen. You can't say no. So, as a golfer, on, as a, on, most man. of these golfers, you're an average size male, right? Yes. But when you get bulked up and you're like, I'm a 
He's bigger than everybody out there. Like, I'd whoop his ass. He is bigger than everybody out there. So, he probably has a little bit more strut, one. Kind of like Tiger had maybe back in the day when he was bigger. Yeah. Well, and Bryson's may come from a manhood. You know, like, (laughs) I can bench 300 pounds. I'll whoop your ass. Shut up. Like, and then they get on the golf course. He keeps that mentality going, you know. Yeah, because if you're hitting it past everyone. Well, and he's hitting – his average approach is probably 60 yards closer. Than everyone. And that's what, you know, Decade Golf talks about is – Jason Day's dispersion pattern with a driver is 70 yards. Yeah, that's crazy. And uh and he was when he was number one player in the yeah. world. But Bryson is really strategic, yes. obviously. So he's worked with Scott Fawcett a lot. But so he know he's very strategic about where he's gonna miss the fairway. So I don't know what his fairways hits are, but okay. if you're not in a major, well, I want to see how he does at a US Open. When but, is the US Open? But what is he what is he specifically doing with he's, his swing? He's hitting from 60 yards closer. I don't care what he's doing no, with his swing I, how on did, average. How did he get that much distance? Listen, I'm a big because guy. Because he kept well, his timing and tempo along with putting on 40, 50 pounds. For people who have his seen, flexibility. For people who have seen me um, and seen pictures and videos of every time someone sees me, they're like, well, you're a big dude. Like, yeah. or, or they say, you should be able to hit the ball a mile. I can't hit the ball like Bryson. Why, Why can't I? Well, because one, Bri- golf is the most unnatural movement in sport, is, they say. Is, so is. Bryson's been playing since he was little. He has that movement. He, in does, he does, he does. So he does. as he's bulking up, you have to be super careful because, as he calls it, your proprioception changes. Yeah, yeah. Like your, or field. your ulnar deviation and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, Stuff yeah. changes. In, yeah. in, in the, but he has one of the best coaches in the world, Chris Como, who yeah, I, yeah. I worked with for a couple of years. And Tiger used him to he rebuild did. his swing. He did. So – they, you know, like they are super detailed with every movement Bryson's making when he touches a club, and every exercise he's doing, they're probably supplementing it with a golf specific. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I get, and, I mean, and so he's doing because I was thinking about it, like he's spending a lot of time in the weight room and spending a lot of time eating. But think how much time he's spending, like to. Uh, I guess, like, counteract those side effects of bulking up. You yeah, know because saying? the dude is – I mean, he has no legs. So, he has, is, he has the weirdest body. So It's hard to say what exactly he's saying because even though I can text Como and ask, like, Como's not going to tell me because I tried doing that Tiger. Of you know, And I mean, it, he's not even claiming Scott Fawcett is helping on decade golf. He doesn't want people to know what he's doing. Bryson – so, to me, and this – I want to know how long this stretch goes, and I'm going to get your opinion. Well, so, I'm wondering if an injury is good. Because that's, oh, that's what I, I was had getting that to. in high school. I did PE for athletes. We had to do weight yeah, training. Yeah, yeah. I was in baseball too, but then I did a lot of like the, I guess, Olympic lifting stuff. So I built up big muscles real fast, but I didn't build up those small muscles like yes. the rotator cuff. Yes. So my, it started getting sore, started popping in my backswing. Like I guarantee they've already foreseen that happening. And so they're building up those little muscles too. Yeah, I would hope they're doing things to help but him how, with. I mean, it's. That's a lot of work. Like, how do you maintain? And how do you swing? Okay, so Because you're going to hit thing. a point of diminishing returns. Like, you can't be 350 <laughs> he, pounds. He cannot. Like, WWF wrestler. <laughs> like, and that's where – so, he's got to now create a program to maintain. And that's going to be hard. Got, he's probably got a goal weight, and then he's probably going to hit that and then start a different program to maintain. And – but it's just like that much mass on your body and moving so fast. It, like, it's, it's tough. It, it's going to be interesting. I don't think anyone really knows. He's kind of in it. He likes to do experiments on himself. So here's so. my thing. Is Bryson just saying, and this is, I remember reading a quote from Jason Day. Um, and this was probably around the season when he was number one. Jason Day's exact words were, I'm just going to push my body. And if I have to retire when I'm 40, so be it. Well, I've won a- um, X amount of majors. And I agree I've won. with it. Like achieve your potential as long as I can. Do you think Bryson's doing bad. that? Yeah, I mean, okay. but I think Bryson believes he can figure out 
how the longevity part too, because I'm sure he wants to play. You cannot I'm sure be he, that big at that. I but mean, his head, like, because he's not the most normal person. True, true, true. And, true, the, true. and any great athlete, they're all a little off somewhere. So I, um, but I, they believe <laughs> that's why they're so great. They believe they're invincible, and that's yeah. partly why they have issues too. Yeah, is because they're cheating on their wife. Be, not, <laughs> because they're, you know, invincible. I'm not saying they are, but no, I know what you're saying. But yeah, yeah. they think they can get away with anything, right? That's why a lot of people don't like athletes. Right? So I've been reading some stuff about Mo Norman. Um, oh, yeah. who Bryson got a lot of his. And what's so strange is he was such a short hitter because of no hinge and I know. all that stuff. Yeah. So that's that's another thing that I'm con- confused about. How the hell is Bryson getting all this speed when he's a disciple of the single-plane guy? Because I don't know. Maybe I'm not a good yeah. golf instructor. <laughs> I was like, look, I should have studied his swing. I do have it a video saved. I mean, but because it's just because weird. Because he does – so he uses a lot of body. Oh, and no, that's it's what, a lot of lag. It's a lot of lag in it as well. Well, but Mo Norman doesn't hinge, which also creates lag. True, it, true, so true, true, true. I would true. have to sit down and die. Maybe we can do that We'll after. do that next time. Well, so, well, I'll do it before the next podcast. I put him on the spot because. Because proprioception, he doesn't necessarily do what he says he does. Like, I think I'm shallowing, but I can break it down. I'm not shallowing. It's a feel that I'm shallowing it on the downswing, but Trackman says – no, you're not shallowing, right? So yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guarantee there is some hinge in it, but he's also super rotational. So he's put on 50 more pounds, rotating at the like maybe faster. I don't know. Yeah, because at and one point they said he he's was rotating faster with 50 more pounds of mass. How much? I'm not a physics person, but it's it's a lot. Yeah, he, and that, going back to like old school instruction versus new school. Like old school was swing easy, right? Yeah. So he now it's swing hard because you hit a straighter too. In that in decade golf last night, he was saying hit driver everywhere. That's I, I agree. He's like why so, not? And he and I we don't have time to go through the whole thing, but he's like there's no point to ever hit a three wood. I, I, I agree. And I had a couple of students that went around me. And I was like, you know what? Like I I always if I go to a, a practice round course I take a driver and a three iron to the tee because I don't know what club to hit I never take my three wood because my three wood I can bomb it like twenty two ninety three hundred but there's no real point like, yeah I'm just, I completely I, agree it, it's it, it's just agree. as accurate as my driver really I get it if you can't hit your driver hit a three wood but he's like hit you should either be hitting the driver probably all the time yep but if you're backing off scaling back go to a club you get in the fairway yeah because of that you know bogey percentage like the pros do he's like there's rarely a time where i suggest hit a three wood i only hit three wood off the deck if and, i'm going for it on par five and i was like <laughs> i was like <laughs> man because no uh the oklahoma state coach like uh when uh reich dismute came out with this new course management he's like do you know much about it because decade golf like it's really good, but our guys at Oklahoma State, they kind of already think that way. Got and, it. And Got so, it. but amateurs don't. And then even pros like me, I forget, you know, and it's real simple stuff that he shaves strokes off of. Like, why would you hit a three wood here? Like, yeah, it, I, it makes no and sense. And I was like, yeah. you know, sometimes I do because I think I should hit the three wood because of old school coaching, but it's driver most of the time. Th- and then this if is I'm, how I knew. I'm chip a three iron. This is how I knew that you need to be playing driver because Bryson is nuts. There was a 389-yard par four, and he was playing with Hubbard maybe. Mark Hubbard from Conroe? I think he was playing with Hubbard. And this is what's funny. So it was Bryson's tee, of course, because he had just came off of like a birdie, but there were still players on the green. He lets Hubbard go because he says, no. Yeah, I remember I'm going for the green. 
389 yards. Come on, man. Dude. And he, he almost made it. He averaged 365. And he almost made it. And he hits it high. So he's he hits carrying high a lot of, Yeah, he it's does. Probably, I'm curious to see what his average carry, probably 330. It got to be. Yeah, got to be 325. But, but the thing yeah. is, a lot of these guys, like, you know, Rory, those guys, they have an extra gear. Not and that gear. Not that gear. Not, not, not that gear. No, not all of them. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. But, like, the Tiger, DJ, Rory's, like, the freaks. They got it. Like, even – uh, like me on a way lower scale. No, you like, got, I've seen him hit the ball. I, I he, have a different gear. It's not like a Rory, you know, no, or, I, or Bryson's gear. I but can attest to the listeners. Of, you've, I've seen you smack the shit out the ball before. So because, you can well, do Well, when I get out driven, I like the next hole, I have to show him. <laughs> that was just my fairway finder, you know? But depending on how uh, flexible I am that day. So. But, but before we go, um, I got to give people my bets today because I'm getting this out today. So this is Friday. We were generally recording on a Thursday. How about Ricky? You got a top 10 last week, but, but I've already got my, my t- so these are my, I made a mistake. So these are my four this week. I've got Morikawa as my A player. I'm good there. He's winning. Matt Wolf was my B player. And it's because I thought he got, would come back from last week. He's just so devastated. Uh, <clears throat> That's Bryce hurting me. Cottle. But I've got Cameron Champ and Fitzpatrick as my Fitzpatrick senior. is a good, because people in America don't. His, and he's got bones on his, um, as his caddy this week. Oh, I was like, he has bones. Yeah, like, he has bones like, as Really? Wow, that's interesting. He, um, he wants to hire him for the next three events before they go to the tour Fitzpatrick is, like, never talked about. But when I coached at Ohio State, he, he just left he Northwestern as a freshman. Yeah. And they're like, this kid is the real deal. And he is. When you look up his stats, he makes the World Golf oh, Championship events. Like, yeah. But no one ever talks about him. Yeah. He, he's sneaking into the top 20 right now. And I would imagine he'll probably sneak into a top 10 on this event. So that that's my um, card this week. If it wasn't for Morikawa, I'd really be in the money right now. But I don't think he makes the cut. Morikawa? No, I'm sorry. Wolf. Oh, no. It's yeah, I don't, I don't think he makes the well, cut. Well, he's got so. a lot of holes to play. He's only got nine left. Yeah, but he could shoot 27. Man, not, not <laughs> I hope. mean, those guys are capable. They are capable of it. Yeah. Of it. So anything you want to leave the people with before we um, wrap up episode 21? And we'll have a quick turnaround for 22 because well, we got to get into this Bryson stuff before Tiger comes back to the Memorial also next week. So, you know, now that it's okay, other coaches are finally saying, swing hard at it. Swing and hard. And use your driver. Yeah. Yeah, don't be afraid. Like, don't be afraid. Whenever you hesitate, have tension, that's what creates bad shots. Be aggressive. And you got it's not easy because you got to train your brain to You do. Commit it, it's to a, it. you got to talk you yourself gotta out go, of it. <laughs> it's a certain way you got to go hard at it with your body, relaxed arms. But you're going to hit it farther in straighter and hit your driver. Hit your driver. Yeah. I, and if not, just hit a seven iron down the middle so you're in the fairway. I echo hit your driver regardless because what, what what's, what's Tony the point? Finau, Tony Finau proved, I mean, he's top 10 strokes game driving. I think it was last year, but he only hit 40-some percent of his fairways. And he should have won the Masters. Because if you're, you know, hitting a driver, say, 50 yards past your two iron, yeah. it, your, your average is going to be a lot, lot better. Yeah, so. I agree. I agree. So, but that's oh. been episode um, 21 of the Golf Performance Group podcast. Yeah. And we're out. Out.